1: Well, hello, everyone. I hope you are all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean-Marie Ferris, your host, and I am truly grateful to our listeners around the world joining us live and on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. Welcome to our very special show, Empower Your Life With Love, Friday's love, and self-compassion with yours truly. But before we jump in, let's delight ourselves in a love-like meditation. This is your special time to be here now and tune in to the present moment. Our breath is powerful, calming, and relaxing. So quiet your mind. Close your eyes. We'll take three slow deep cleansing breaths on the count of three. One, inhale, exhale. Two, inhale, exhale. And three, inhale, exhale. Continue breathing at your regular pace. Imagine a big cloud of vibrant white light Immerse yourself in this energy and see yourself glow from within. Feel the energy of love, peace, and joy. This is who you really are. The source of love within. Your natural state of being. Unchanging, stable, and eternal. Take a moment to bathe in this calming, healing energy of pure, divine love. Commit to being light. Now put your attention on your heart. Love lives here. Gently whisper, I am worthy. I am light. I am love. Let it be so. And on the count of three, bring yourself back. One, two, three. And so it is. And we give thanks. Revisit this place as often as you like to remind you of your shining, radiant love light within. So let's proceed with our show today. Empower Your Life with Love Fridays. Love and Self-Compassion. You know, the Dalai Lama quotes, if you don't love yourself, you cannot love others. You won't be able to love others. You'll not be able to love others. If you have no compassion for yourself, then you're not able of developing compassion for others. This is so powerful. Self-compassion is vital for ourselves and inevitable for human existence. So take a minute and Reflect on what self-compassion really means to you. How would you like to feel today? What small steps can you take to nurture yourself? Love is inherent in self-compassion, and we owe it to ourselves to appreciate, value, and treat ourselves well. Self-compassion is embracing ourselves in a blanket of our own love, warmth, and understanding at all times. It is not self-pity, self-centeredness, or excessive self-indulgence, but a genuine act of loving ourselves wholeheartedly. Beyond feelings of failure and inadequacy, it relieves us from needless suffering and self imposed anxiety, and it is an empowering self management tool to be understanding, tender, and gentle with ourselves. And ultimately, we experience inner peace and a healthier and more joyful life. An article in Harvard Health Publishing. Harvard Medical School entitled The Power of Self Compassion revealed that forgiving and nurturing yourself can set the stage for better health, relationships, and general well being. Self compassion yields a number of benefits, including lower levels of anxiety and depression, and self compassionate people recognize when they are suffering and are kind to themselves at these times, which reduces their anxiety and related depression. Wow, that's a powerful article. And many of us have become anesthetized and unaware of how we treat ourselves. And unfortunately, it becomes a natural way of relating to ourselves. So it's imperative for us to realize that the most important relationship we can have is with ourselves. Our innate capacity for self-compassion gives us the ability to understand others and express love in more meaningful and genuine ways. But self-compassion is our personal responsibility and we have to be mindful of our own well-being, and nurture ourselves in healthy ways because you are deserving of your own love. You, yourself, as much as anybody in the entire universe, deserve your love and affection. And I know this to be true. Over the course of my life, I was the last on my list giving from an empty cup. Half-empty cup, <laughs> overextending, overgiving, self-sacrificing, leaving me physically, emotionally, mentally, and even spiritually drained. And my faulty belief, operating from my own feelings of the need to be perfect, and uh, driven by unworthiness, uh, that I will be valued and appreciated, with the expectation that it will be returned in equal measure, but really. Nurturing myself and my own well being was somewhat lacking. And from these valuable life lessons, I learned to nurture and care for my own well being. So, what tapes and beliefs are constantly playing over and over in your mind that inhibit self compassion? So, it's time to break free of these unproductive, wearisome cycles and discover. New ways of relating to ourselves, and throughout our show, I will share questions from listeners that were sent to me, and will highlight things for us to explore. And I would like to thank our listeners who sent me questions that will surely be helpful to us all. The first question from a listener: During this COVID crisis. I found myself reaching for comfort food to absolve my anxiety and frustration. I nurtured myself by overeating that gave me pleasure, but with consequences and beating up on myself. What is going on? How can I gain understanding about myself in order to be self-compassionate? This is a great question. We experience change over the course of our lives and change that is expected, unexpected, and sudden that disrupts our lives. Some can adapt, but others find it difficult. And COVID has brought us to this new reality as many of us confront feelings of boredom, isolation, loneliness, and sadness. In addition to changes in our normal way of existing that throws us off balance, seeking comfort to feel better and fill the void. So how can we be more self-compassionate and love ourselves during times of crisis and change? How can we develop a sense of compassion for ourselves through self-understanding? In this situation, the listener recognizes that she is off balance out of harmony, and has resorted to overeating to feel better. First of all, she discerned that this is not her usual and acceptable pattern of behavior. Yet, it gave her temporary feelings of pleasure and coming back for more and more. And as a result of overeating, Feeling out of control, she berated herself and engaged in self-loathing dialogues, which became a repetitive cycle. The theme for this question is, self-nurturing is self-compassion, but it has to come through self-understanding. And I will highlight three important points. The first one, self-understanding know thyself know thyself and this requires self observation stand back and and get a glimpse of yourself in the moment you know it's good to do that you know because this kind of breaks the cycle and we can become more aware in the present moment how am i feeling what am i doing why am i doing this what can i do to get out of this trap and this gives us bits and pieces of information that is valuable as we are present with ourselves. And this leads to greater awareness as we examine our desires and motivations through honest and healthy self-inquiry. So be aware and alert by paying attention to ourselves. And for this listener, how am I feeling? Boredom was the trigger being frustrated and blocked from regular activities. Why am I reaching for food in excess? Food is a way to suppress and soothe negative emotions and self-medicate. Then there's self-monitoring, the second point. Self-monitoring and self-regulation. Take small steps to refrain from potentially unhealthy behaviors. Be mindful of what you are saying to yourself. And for this listener, she may consider leveling off overeating by naturally weaning herself, perhaps keeping around healthy snacks and setting limits. A food journal can help her track intake. How am I eating? What is nutritional? What is my calorie intake? She may also consider taking quiet time to be present and authentically share her private feelings and connect with her inner self by journaling. And this can lead to better awareness as she connect with her inner self through journaling, sharing her private feelings with herself. This can lead to better understanding And she can also establish a simple, just simple affirmations uh, and mantras such as, I love myself. I am gentle with myself. I am in control. And as we feel better physically, mentally, and emotionally, we feel more empowered. And this can be self-sustaining. The third uh, point here is self-discovery self-discovery, to find new ways of being with ourselves. And of course, uh, our worldwide health crisis, COVID, has made a shift in all kinds of directions. But it is an opportunity for us to learn more about ourselves or revisit what we have been passionate about, reconnect with ourselves in more healthy ways. What are you passionate about? What do you enjoy? What are your interests and capabilities? And after exploring interests, the listener realized that she enjoys gardening. She started gardening, and this really boosted her mood. Gardening provided physical benefits and exercise, twisting and 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 reaching, bending. And it also connected her with nature, sunshine, fresh air. And witnessing the fruits of her labor. Gardening gave her something to look forward to. Each day as she tends her garden, she tends to herself. <laughs> so do what you enjoy. Whether it is indulging in creative arts. Music, dancing, writing, singing, drawing, you know, and I love bird watching. (laughs) These are soulful and soul-filled game changers, reconnecting with family and loved ones and friends by whatever mode of communication that is available, spending time with pets or even considering adopting a pet, discovering healthy ways to nurture ourselves, as as opposed to reaching for temporary external comfort that can be fleeting and may be self-destructive. So these are, again, great points to highlight uh, what uh, our listener is dealing with. And we have to always remember that you have the power of choice in every moment. And self-compassion is honoring and valuing ourselves daily. And it's very important for us to celebrate our progress and appreciate ourselves. And also, give yourself space for slip-ups and know this is inherent in change. And most importantly, refrain from beating up on yourself and engaging in negative conversations with yourself, negative dialogues. I am so grateful to this listener who shared this most significant question that I am sure is relevant to us all. Again, the theme for this question, self-nurturing, self-compassion, but it has to come through self-understanding. And that is knowing ourselves, self-monitoring, and self-regulation and self-discovery. I am so grateful for this listener for sharing this important question. And I think uh, we're kind of up for a brief commercial break, so don't go away. We will be right back with more of our exclusive show today, Empower Your Life with Love Friday's Love and self compassion with yours truly, your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Don't go away. We will be right back. Stay back.
2: or click the link on the Lovelight show page.
3: Best-selling authors international news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com
4: celebrate the launching of dr Jean marie farish's new book living in the spirit of love to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life connect with us on facebook and join our lovers lane feel good now community and tune in to the love cocktail minute relax refresh renew for support and daily inspiration Life Care Wellness PEP for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities.
3: Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for Heart-Opening, Beautiful to radiate your inner beauty, and the body balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org.
2: It's your world, motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light.
1: Well, welcome back to Love Like Living in the Spirit of Love. And today is our very special show, Empower Your Life with Love, Friday's Love and Self-Compassion with your host, yours truly, Dr. Jean-Marie Farish. And in our first segment, we spent time talking about what self-compassion is, the benefits, and we addressed a question from our listener. And uh, from this question, The primary theme was self-nurturing is self-compassion, but it has to come through self-understanding. And I highlighted three significant points, self-understanding, know thyself, self-monitoring, self-regulation, and self-discovery, finding new ways of being with yourself. In this segment, I will share another question from a listener for which I am truly grateful. The question, I often feel responsible for others to the extent that it interferes with my own self-care. What a great question. And this is probably a concern for many listeners, especially during this time when we are caretakers and even feel overburdened with responsibility. There are so many situations and conditions in which we find ourselves, and I, I am sensitive and respectful of all of our legitimate concerns and the need to care for others, especially during these times. However, in these situations, we have to find respite, and time to care for ourselves. So, the theme for this question, self-compassion is worthiness of your own self-care. And in our first segment, the listener helped us explore self-compassion with the analogy, tend to yourself like tending to a garden and create conditions to Flourish in your own love. So let's build on this. Consider the following questions as, as we explore feelings of being responsible for others and how this may interfere with our own self-care and self-compassion. What are your motives? Do you expect approval and acceptance from others? Is, there, is this a, a familiar and habitual pattern? What impact does it have on you and your relationship with others? It is great to help and uplift others. However, we may find ourselves in an illusion of a false sense of responsibility, even when others are quite capable. This may be born out of our need and dependence on others to feel valued, needed, and appreciated. So, let's consider the drawbacks. Trying to solve and fix problems of others when they are quite capable. This can inhibit them from walking their own journey, making choices that help them learn, grow, and evolve. However, it is just fine to offer suggestions and helpful resources for support. Uh, the next consideration as a drawback, overstepping boundaries. There may be a need to establish healthy boundaries for mutual respect. Because sometimes you may jump in automatically trying to help fix the problem, solve the problem. And perhaps the person is really not interested in what you have to say or have perhaps have not even asked for your help. The third consideration as a drawback, feeling guilty if you are not readily available. And I know this because it has happened to me, you know, uh, feeling like I had to be readily available at all costs to charge in and provide support, which was not just, you know, I don't blame the other, I blame myself because this false sense of, you know, responsibility of uh, that my own need to feel valued and appreciated interfere with that and perhaps, you know, contribute to my own feelings of being feeling guilty. Uh, what we find is that people may come back for you to deliver more and more. And this can be a repetitive cycle. And ultimately, you may be the source of blame if the results are not favorable. And then, of course, you will feel guilty, again, if you're not readily available. What a twist, you know. And, of course, uh, many of you may have experienced, as soon as you help solve a problem or address a question by others, Perhaps they keep coming back for more and more and more and more. (laughs) And uh, you have to really ask is this really helpful and why am I doing this? You know, is it about my own self worth? So, as we explore, the theme for this question is self compassion is worthiness of your own self care. And let's consider the following points. Self-compassion is recognizing that our worth is not dependent on your perceptions of approval from others. You know, take the time. Take the time to pause, reflect, to check in with yourself. Is this an act of loving and caring For myself, because sometimes we kind of power forth and we don't really, you know, do this self inquiry. You know, what am I doing? Uh, is, Is this an act of loving and caring for myself? It can be depleting physically, mentally and emotionally. And ultimately, it can cause feelings of resentment. And draining yourself is not an act of Self-compassion by disregarding ourselves and negating our own self-care. So, actually, I think we have to invest our energy consciously to take time to nurture ourselves, to seek quality time with ourselves, and perhaps even alone time, and do the things that you really enjoy, and that may require sitting with yourself, you know, exploring your interests, trying out some new things, and, you know, whatever resonates with your heart, you know, move forward and enjoy uh, your passion and nurture yourselves by doing things that are meaningful for yourself, okay? So, we have another question from a listener. How can self-compassion improve my relationship with myself and others? This is another good question. And each question we see builds on the next. And the theme for this question, self-compassion, shows others how to treat us and creates a ripple effect for change. I will highlight some key points here. Be attentive to yourself. And that is honoring and respecting your feelings, listening and paying attention to your thoughts, observing your actions. And when we learn to be more attentive to ourselves, we are more attentive to others. Secondly, refrain from negative interactions that damage relationships. When, when people leave your presence, this may be a tall order, and I know there's some very difficult situations, but try to make them feel better. Discern what is needed in your encounters and to possibly leave the interaction and relationship intact. And this requires knowing your triggers. And sometimes it's knowing when to be silent and take the time to step back before you engage in some reactive negative response. Also, know when to ask for help and support. We're, we're, we're taught in our society to power up, push on, and don't complain. And perhaps this this is relevant if we use our power in healthy ways. But, you know, sometimes it's, it, it's necessary to make a request for what you need. For example, if the load is too heavy, too many assignments, feeling overburdened, this can lead to being irritable and disgruntled. And whether it's at work or at home or in in whatever relationships that we engage in, you know, this is true. Pause and ask yourself, what do I need? What do I need without overdoing, overgiving, and feeling worn out and unappreciated? Perhaps you can come up with avenues for support that may be mutually beneficial. And build better relationships, perhaps building better teams. Make it a point to acknowledge and appreciate others for their support. So we may be able to actually recreate relationships and make them better. The next key to consider be your own cheerleader. No When you have done your best and feel satisfied and content, be your best each day. And not only each day, my philosophy is be your best in each moment. It's nice to be acknowledged and appreciated by others. But what if you are not? Give this to yourself. Appreciate you being your best self and celebrate your achievements. Celebrate and, you know, at the end of the day or throughout the day, you know, just check in with yourself and, you know, just ask yourself, am I being my best? I do that quite often. Sometimes I get off track (laughs) and I know when I get off track. Uh, I know when I get off track in relationships and I'm like, you you got to reframe this. You got to go back. You got to you know, uh, clean this up, you know, so we can be able to recreate relationships, feel better about ourselves, uh, but being the best self each day and each moment can really be a game changer, and it's so empowering. Another key, take time to recharge. Take time to recharge You can take short respites, breathers, or even temporarily leave the space to recharge. For me, I always find special places for downtime. And those special places, of course, they can be in my home or in my yard, you know, where I can get a glimpse of nature and the birds or nice sceneries or whatever. Or by the lake, for me, changing the scenery kind of shifts my mood. So this means you have to really pay attention to yourself and know when it's time for you to take charge. Don't get disgruntled and irritable at others. You know, you have to take charge for yourself. Make conscious choices. Self-love and self-compassion are self-empowering and it creates a ripple effect for change. I am really grateful to this listener for sharing this empowering question uh, because we need to be aware of and alert as to what we're doing, what's going on with ourselves. You know, what what what's happening with me? You know, it is my responsibility to take care of myself. Uh, and we actually show others how, just how as well. Um We have other questions from our listeners uh, to help us learn how to be more lovingly compassionate with ourselves that can strengthen our relationship with others. And uh, I am really looking forward to the next segment where we can explore our additional questions. But I think we're almost up for another brief commercial break. So don't go away. We will be right back with more of our exclusive show. Empower your life with Love Fridays, love and self-compassion with yours truly, your host, Dr. Jean-Marie Farish. Don't go away. We will be right back.
3: Ascension expert Judy Satori's Ascension Library will activate your true soul and human potential. Access a selection of audio-based meditations, energy transmissions, and live-streamed video events. Transform your reality with popular programs, such as The Transcripts of Mary Magdalene for Heart Opening Beautiful to radiate your inner beauty and the body balancing and physical regeneration pathway to become more energized. Ignite your spark and live a life of passion and purpose. Explore membership options to activate a five-day free trial. Visit ascensionlibrary.org. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love
2: or click the link on the love light show page
3: best-selling authors international news honors best-selling authors around the globe Dr. Jean Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of published magazine to have first access to this treasured resource go to publishedmagazine.com
4: celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book living in the spirit of love to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean-Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities.
2: It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: you are tuned in to love light with dr Jean marie farish feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on facebook reach Jean at gene 72 farish at yahoo.com that's gene 72 farish at yahoo.com and now back to love light
1: Well, welcome back to Love Like Living in the Spirit of Love. I am just pleased for you to join me today on my very special show, Empower Your Life with Love Fridays, Love and Self-Compassion with Yours Truly. And in our last segment, we entertained a question from a listener, how can self-compassion improve my relationship with myself and others? And uh, the theme for this question was self-compassion shows others how to treat us and create a ripple effect for change. And we highlighted being attentive to yourself, reframing from negative interactions that damage our relationships, knowing when to ask for help and support, being your own cheerleader, and taking time to recharge. And another question from a listener. I'm happy to present... Is what can I do to be more loving and compassionate? I love this question, and the theme for this question conscious loving, wholeheartedly loving yourself and loving others. And here, I am so pleased to highlight. The theme of love, you know, love is inherent in self-compassion and it is our natural state and our true essence, the true essence of who we really are. And I adopt these ingredients in the analysis of love by Henry Drone, which I call the holistic model of love, the recipe of love that includes nine ingredients that we can apply to ourselves and others. And when we practice and embody these ingredients, we have a better relationship with ourselves and others. We can wholeheartedly connect with ourselves, enjoy our own company, and people really enjoy being around you. And as I share these ingredients, think about what each means to you. Really feel into each of them. You can make a checklist and create your own powerful affirmations for each. The first one is patience. To be calm, self-composed, not rushed or in a hurry more tolerable. And, you know, there's a little affirmation here. I am more compassionate with myself when I am patient. I love myself enough to be patient. I am compassionate with others by being patient. So, as we as I move through these ingredients, think about affirmations that can be similar that you can adopt as a checklist for yourself to check in with yourself during the day and try to practice these ingredients. I can attest that it makes a profound difference in your life. The second ingredient is kindness, to be considerate and respectful. And this is for ourselves and others. Courteous, courtesy, to be polite, gracious and grateful again to ourselves and others. Humility to be meek and modest, open to learning, a better listener. Generosity to be charitable and open-hearted, unselfish, to be giving, serving, and sharing, and not self. Centered, looking for external accolades, but doing it genuinely from your heart. Good temper, the next ingredient. And we talked about how being reactive can damage relationships. And good temper really is about being non-reactive, not easily ruffled and irritated or agitated. Gallus, to think good thoughts. Remember in that first segment when the, um, the listener shared that she was an overeater and she began berating herself and she started having self-loathing dialogues with herself. Those were evil thoughts about herself. So we have to refrain from thinking evil of ourselves and evil of others and sincerity to be authentic and truthful. You know, these ingredients and the recipe of love inspires us to return to our natural state of being. We are capable, but we've lost our way. And now more than ever before, we need to incorporate these ingredients of love, these ingredients that are the recipe of love into our daily life. What's so unique about uh, love is that most people really think that they know What it is, yes, I know. Are you kind? Yeah, I'm kind. Sure, I'm kind. But for these ingredients, it really breaks down the recipe of love into these nine powerful ingredients that keep us mindful during the day. With awareness, commitment, and practice, we can embody these ingredients, live by higher ideals of love, and become our best self each moment of the day. You know, and again, I have to check in with myself throughout the day. And I know, I mean, when that feeling wells up inside or I have those negative thoughts, you know, playing around in my mind, I'm like, okay, you got to kind of take time out. You're not conscious, (laughs) you know, breathe, take some deep breaths and go back to what you know is true for yourself. Go back to what you know really works. And I have to really discern, am I being patient? Is it because I'm being impatient that I feel this way? And sometimes in interactions with others, I might get impatient, but I have to bring myself back to what I know to be the truth of who I really am. You will enjoy, again, being in your own company, and others will enjoy being around you. You know, I am just so grateful to our listeners who are joining us today Live and those who will tune in on demand, and definitely for the listeners who provided me with these powerful questions. And our questions highlighted the following themes. Each question I related to a theme self nurturing is self compassion but it has to come through self-understanding. Self-compassion is worthiness of our own self-care. Self-compassion shows others how to treat you and creates a ripple effect for change. And conscious loving, wholeheartedly, loving yourself and others using those powerful ingredients of love. You know, as we move Uh, Toward uh, the end of our show, I'd like to share some tips on accepting yourself with self-love and self-compassion from my article published in Savannah East. It's my latest article where I highlighted three points. Know your worth. This is your divine birthright, independent of your perceptions of worthiness of others. Accept all of who you are. Accept yourself with no apologies or regrets. Use experiences for personal growth. And these life experiences build resistance as we learn empowering lessons. Be self-forgiving. We've all done things that we wish we could not, could, could not have done, but we can't go back. Be willing to free yourself through for self-forgiveness. And affirm self-love. I've already presented the ingredients in the recipe for love. Love yourself fully and completely. Uh, my book, Living in the Spirit of Love, uh, Our Natural State of Being, is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble Online, and Balboa Press, and gives you an in-depth understanding of uh, love. Check out uh, my uh, other books authored uh, on my and co-authored on my Author Central Amazon page. And you can download your free copy of the Personalized Transformational Framework on my website, www.jeanferrisjourney.com. And visit my blog page, too, um, where I share weekly love practice exercise. I will give eight listeners a free copy of my Love Light Reflection Journal ebook for those who email me at jean72farish at yahoo.com. Tune in next week for our show. Share your story. It heals with guest Didi Lyons. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their love light. Around the world, I'm Dr. Jean-Marie Ferris, your host. And remember, an empower self is a loving self and keep your love light shining. We're going to close out. Thanks for tuning in today.
0: Thank you for listening to Love Light This Week.